0: Joel, thank you for joining me tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, simple question first with probably a complex answer. Challenge beast, blessing or a curse?
1: Oh, I reckon it's a bit of both, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Bit of sweet. Um, Love doing the challenges, but unfortunately that, you know, caused you to become a huge target. Um, It changed my whole game. When I first came into the house, I wanted to have like a bunch of secret alliances, and as soon as I started winning challenges and having to nominate people, I had to throw that plan right out the window and, um, and change my whole strat, essentially. So, yeah, and it made things a little bit difficult in the house to, um, you know, make friends with everyone, considering people saw me as a big threat then.
0: <laughs> so let's break this down a bit. You won... I think four out of six challenges, if I'm correct. Um, simply put, winning gives you immunity from eviction. So it's the place any housemate wants to be. However, yeah. if you win everything um, and you are supporting a particular group, that is going to put the biggest target on your back. It's hard to work out if your strategy was a good one. I mean, because you were fifth out, so one might say it, it wasn't. <laughs> but But it's a dilemma, isn't it? I mean, what is the other option? I'm just not try your best and, and don't, look like, you know, don't look too strong? I mean, what's the other option?
1: Well, I feel like it's a very middle-of-the-pack game, um, to be honest. You know, if you try your best in challenges, then you become a target. If you, you know, really set your sights on working the numbers and getting a social majority vote, then you're going to seen, be seen as a social threat. And they go, <laughs> oh, this guy's too switched on. So it's playing that little fine line there, um, but you know, essentially, yeah, it was a pretty crazy way to play. It was a high risk, high reward um, play. And not being a huge, um, you know, fan of Big Brother initially, and not really watching the show, I didn't really know that that would be a bad play to begin with. But um, <laughs> with my competitive nature, I, I couldn't help myself but to go as hard as I could in the challenges.
0: <laughs> well, that's an interesting point. You said um, like you weren't a big fan of Big Brother before. What? Why was that? And what changed? Um, your
1: Oh, I just hadn't really seen uh, Big Brother too much. Like I hadn't followed it when I was younger or anything like that. But I've seen a few of the more recent series, sort of bits and pieces of the challenges. And I thought they were amazing. I was like, that is cool. Every time I would see a snippet, I would break down that whole challenge, how I would approach it. You know, if it was an endurance challenge, how I would recirculate the blood into a different part of my body, which you can see in a few different um, challenges that we've done. Um, like the planking challenge at the start, I was able to lock my arms in and then activate different parts of my arms to keep blood pumping through that type of thing. So I could actually have that endurance. And I've always been someone who pushes myself physically and loves that sort of challenge. And especially in the mental states as well, in those endurance challenges. So as soon as I had the opportunity to go on the show, I was couldn't wait to jump on there and, and push my body to the limits. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, let's go to that final challenge that I guess led to your undoing, holding up those doors so that the balls do not fall out, um, I yeah. thought that would be in the bag for you. Was it just a simple physical loss that you couldn't hold anymore? Or I was thinking, was there a mental pain happening there with Estelle? Um, she kept saying, I'm doing it for Reggie, um, who has you know, fought her whole life, and now Estelle um, would fight for her. Did, did that actually put you off?
1: Um no, no, I don't think it actually it put me off at all. I um was pretty set in my ways and I jump into a whole different headset when I go into challenges. You know, I prepare myself beforehand and it does usually take a lot to waver me from that. But um I don't know if they really show it in the in the challenge, but you'll see the different height boxes that everyone's standing on. Yeah. And for me to be standing up with my palms flat on the trapdoors, I'm actually up on my tippy toes. And um, you know, looking around at other people uh, standing up on their boxes, they were actually flat footed with their palms flat as well. Oh. So I'm actually up on my hip, yeah, on my calves, really extending my whole body to keep it shut for the three hour period. Yeah. And everyone else could sort of sit into their hip. And that's one thing I saw. And it was kind of like, oh, that's a bit, that's a bit unfair. Like for me to be doing the same thing, I've got to be extending my whole body. So that's what actually ended up getting to me in the end because I was looking around being like, how come they don't have the same body position that I have? Mm. Because like I've done um, like uh, cheerleading and stunting and that type of thing before. And a very simple um, technique is stacking, which is putting joints over top of joints. And you can hold that for a very long time. And the only thing is though, my calves ended up taking me out in the end because I had been pushing up so hard with my calves that I fatigued on my legs before my arms could. (laughs) And then I, I sort of dropped down from there.
0: So you're suggesting maybe is it a simple, I guess, mistake from big brother. I mean, obviously the boxes are a different height, obviously depending on how high you are, but I suppose the idea was that you were all flat footed and then had your palms up was it was yours just incorrect or something.
1: I think so. I, I reckon so, because I, and I spoke to another few housemates and they had, um similar experiences where they were like yeah I was up on my tippy toes as well but then other housemates were standing flat um on their their heels and they could actually pop a hip out to the side and relax into their body shape if you know what I'm saying so
0: yeah
1: um yeah I reckon that was a bit tricky um Mm. to sort of dance around but yeah it yeah for, for me I felt like I got a little bit but at the same time you know Estelle still pushing herself to the absolute limits you know three hours up there with their hands above your head like by that stage you have no blood from you know your shoulders up and you know everything's numb and it definitely does come down to a lot of uh, a mind game at that stage.
0: I think I probably could have done the three I mean, I'm referring to three minutes, <laughs> not, not, not three hours. But geez, I mean that is, that is hard work. Hey, they call it the, the scramble when you all have to go and try and sell yourselves when when up for eviction. You made a a super super good point, um, for the newbies. If you are the challenge beast and you go, then who is going to protect you? Um, with Gabby, Lulu, and probably Sam headed over to the OG side you were the only leader left for them, um, I guess, for protection. I suppose that's where the five bo- votes came from, but yeah. I just thought that was a really good selling point. And I'm surprised more people didn't follow that because um, it's going to be a tough time now for the newbies. I think Taras might be, be the only safe one left.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, I kind of knew it was gonna be a bit of a play for everyone. Like it was their one chance to, to see me go essentially. And I think that's what blinded a lot of people in there. You know, Tim is very convincing. He's very, you know, mischievous and does a good job of, of getting in people's heads. And, you know, I, unfortunately, I wasn't able to counteract that and let them, you know, understand the full depth of, of seeing me go and what the consequences of that would be. Um, but, yeah, it was definitely... Um, definitely a shame to be going at that stage, but like, I I still wouldn't change anything. I think the way I played was um, the way I had the most fun. And yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would do it again the exact same way. I reckon (laughs) as silly as that may sound.
0: Yeah. I know, I know, you know, that this question's coming, the J crew thing has got to be a question so let's <laughs> let's get this whole J Crew thing done and done. Everyone says um, there was a whole J Crew thing, and um, you guys were, were playing it down. JC even seemed annoyed in the eviction room um, with Sonia in 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 your eviction episode because um, she kept asking about that every eviction. Um, yeah. Now you're out of the house now, so you're safe. So those two like were your brothers, and you would never have nominated them, right? So. There was a whole J crew thing, wasn't there?
1: Yeah, there was, but we didn't actually dub ourselves the J crew. Um, (laughs) That was, Sonia came up with that one, eviction ceremony, and Uh, then it stuck. And then it became a bit of a buzzword in the house and all those things. Like, and that's why we get quite annoyed when it keeps coming up because it was actually something that we didn't come up with. But Mm. when Sonia came up with it, we ran with it. We were like, oh, well, like, you know and Josh definitely um, you know exposed a lot of that and a lot of our plans as you, as you know like he kind of blew up and um, just spilled our whole plan out in front of everyone in the first eviction um, <laughs> but yeah no, the j crew was a pretty solid unit I think for the whole time we we're in there and um, yeah it's interesting to see what happens from there but yeah j crew is short-lived experience when the one of the original members started gunning for us
0: (laughs) yeah well in in the eviction room though gabby said um that the j crew was so real that she felt she could not connect or or get in um so dumped the whole newbie alliance and went to the ogs how did you feel when she said that in the eviction room
1: um well i actually like a lot of things that Gabby would say I would always take with a grain of salt. I know she was a pretty smart player and she was looking for, in my eyes, she was looking for an excuse to 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 mm. jump over to the other side. You know what I mean? Because she would have had our back if we were in a stronger position. She would have used an example similar to that, but for the OGs, you know, because the OGs could have been so tight knit that, you know, they all have something in common or something like that. They could use that could be another example, another reason for her to be like, and that's why I'm jumping to the newbie side. So whenever that type of thing happened um, with, you know, her or Sam or Lulu, um, like the floaters in the house, I just knew that, um, you know, you have to hit with a grain of salt and then have to recalculate after that, that moves play itself out.
0: So we've talked about Challenge Beast. Um, we've talked about uh, the J Crews. So there's one big more topic that you, you know must be coming. <laughs> Starts with A, yeah. and it's not Aaron; <laughs> it's Alicia. <laughs> we have to talk about her, but let's let's do this in order. It, it played out on screen quite a bit, so let's talk about round one and the on again and then off again part. There was no kiss. What was what was all that about?
1: Um, that was about I. Essentially, what I didn't want to do was steal my experience of Big Brother for Mm. a relationship and i feel like she felt the same way and she expressed that as well um you know i didn't want to start something that i couldn't you know commit to and that type of thing in the house i didn't want to make that a, a whole point um that you know she would end up having a bad time or i would have end up having a bad time or feeling excluded that type of thing and that's why i was definitely holding back and didn't want to didn't want to push myself in that that respect
0: but then ultimately you changed your mind. So what changed your mind about that?
1: Um, I actually ended up having a chat with Farmer Dave and he was like, you know, you need to, um, you know, kind of have a, have a run at things and, um, you know, let things play out. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm in here having this experience. I may as well explore it a bit, a bit more. So I think he's the one who really pushed me. And, um, yeah, I ended up sort of making it happen.
0: Okay. Well, this is a difficult question because we don't want to give any spoilers away for, for fans. So anything could happen in the house, you know, after you leave. So I'll just ask you this at the time of your eviction, were you hoping to catch up with Alicia whenever she leaves the house and potentially pursue a relationship?
1: Um, I did definitely initially. Um, but yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't hundred percent sure because I knew that life would be different outside of the house. Because like, you know, the, the, being in the house is such a pressure cooker environment, and that things are accelerated and amplified. So mm. it was going to be a situation of seeing what, um, what feelings and what, how everyone felt, I guess, on the outside, because it's such a different environment. There's just no way to, to like compare it.
0: I suppose you'll have to relive all of this again after the finale, because then you know everyone knows you're out of the house, and and you can say whatever well, you like. Then, so you'll probably get asked all these questions again. But let's do yeah. a um a, a quick game of choose a housemate, Joel. So most yep. genuine, most genuine, terrace. That has been a very popular choice. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So then the opposite, the most uh, non-genuine. You know, like they appear nice, but they they could be lying to your face.
1: Um. I'd probably say it have to be between Tim and Reggie, actually. Um, I'm only saying Reggie because now watching it back, like she's been playing this game the whole time and I had no idea. I honestly had no idea what, that she was, you know, wanting to pull big moves and have like make a play and all this sort of stuff. I thought she was just little old Reggie scooting around in the pool and, tripping over the dishwasher and all this sort of stuff. But she was, she was playing hard and yeah. She's an OG yeah, winner.
0: She's a seasoned performer.
1: I know. And I definitely thought that time had, you know, taken its toll, but she was ready to go and she was making, making waves.
0: <laughs> Who's the most you would like to connect with them um, outside the house. And if we could put Alicia aside.
1: Uh, Taraz. Okay. I'd say like, he was one of my best mates in, um, in the show. And um. Yeah, I respect the hell out of him, especially since the, in one of the first eviction ceremonies when we had the option to save um, a housemate from an eviction and by calling it off or, you know, having it play play out. And, you know, I guess a lot of people would be viewing themselves being watched on TV, being like, oh, if I actually wanted this eviction ceremony to go ahead, I'm going to look like a bad person. But, you know, Therese actually says, you know, as much as it hurts, like um, I'm feeling compelled to actually allow this eviction so many to go, go ahead. Mm. And I thought that is just amazing. I've never come across anyone who just speaks their absolute truth and doesn't waver depending on the audience who's watching or whatever consequences are, are coming ahead, like um, to them after the event.
0: Might be the same person, but the newbie housemate you think would uh, go the furthest.
1: Um, yeah, it had to be Taras. <laughs> <laughs> this,
0: this is actually quite interesting because I've asked the other housemates this and I've, I've I've talked to uh, you know, the housemates, and Taras's name actually comes up all the time for these kind of questions, and yet on air he I mean he, he's obviously nice and lovely, but it's a little bit under the radar kind of thing. But you know, it, it doesn't matter if a newbie or an OG, people speak very highly of him.
1: Yeah, well, I think he's just a very like um, Happy, go-lucky sort of guy, very soft natured. Um, and he just had like a lot of love for everyone in the house. I think that was the big thing. Mm. Um, and he gave everything a go to his best abilities too, which is another awesome thing. And like that's what ends up happening if you can show that side of yourself, being very kind and, and loving towards everyone in the house and then but also give you, give your best in challenges. Yeah. Um, even though he wasn't winning them. He was still coming pretty close, you know, second, yeah. third, fourth. So, yeah, he still did a really good job um, in the in the house.
0: On a whole different note, just a curiosity question, really. The balloon challenger mm-hmm. was sabotaged by Drew and Gabby, you know, in a secret mission, and everyone went mad yep. because they got a KFC buffet spread. Um, yep. You're a vegan, aren't you? I I just wonder, <laughs> do, the, do the producers cater for for that as well, or do you just have to sift through? And eat the parts that you can
1: <laughs> i just sift through i ate like probably seven large chips i reckon and about 20 of oh, the buns oh, so so you, were, so you
0: were excited about KU. i just wondered because everyone's excited i thought what about the vegans
1: <laughs> yeah no well, all the vegan vegetarians we were just eating chips and then you know had a few drinks um and it was fine like i do that anyway that's uh nine times out of ten i'll um i'll have the chips anyway um
0: so just a couple of questions about you you're, you're currently doing I read a Bachelor of Technology in Renewable Energy Technologies. Tell me yeah. more about that. What does that mean? Because it sounds interesting, you know, because of everyone's into climate change and, you know, and and doing their best for the environment. It's, what, what exactly is that? All right. So it's
1: actually a, a very new course. I'm one of the um, first few groups actually to go through it. And it's all around um, the, you know, renewable technology that's being developed at, you know, at this time in in... It's all about, like, as they... It's all about renewable technology, right? So yeah. we evaluate um, solar panel um, viability for um, producing power. We've got wind turbines, um, so it's, it's renewable engineering, yeah. essentially. And we work with a bunch of new technology that comes out. So we do we work with wind vi- uh, wind available viability. We look at PV systems, hydro systems. Um, And just any sort of renewable renewable technology that's popping up, we learn how to to use it and um, implement it in the best way possible. So um, any new technology, like there's high temperature water splitting, that's um, becoming a pretty big thing, which produces hydrogen. Um, And so we'll learn everything about that and then try and find areas where it's viable and things, you know, places we can implement it as well.
0: Wow. Interesting. Um, Something else interesting in your bio, actually, and it's a completely different tangent again. Um, It says you are friends with all your exes and their parents. Does (laughs) does that really work? I mean, how does that work when you're in a new relationship? Do you you all go to the cinema together?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, not quite. Um, I think it's just because, uh, like, I've always tried to, um, you know, approach a breakup in the best possible way, you know, get everything out on the table um and just have like absolute closure on everything and you know obviously a bit of time needs to pass after a breakup but after that you know we can still be friends because ultimately you know especially if you've done nothing wrong in the relationship you can still be amicable i believe and um yeah some people just aren't right for for each other and that's what it comes down to
0: so finally what's uh, next for you joel um, what do you hope the future holds
1: um, well, I'm hoping to do a bit more work in, um, you know, pushing myself as in, in physical like challenges and that type of thing. Like I've already set myself a goal, uh, recently to run a half marathon and I gave myself six weeks to do that. Um, and I was able to, you know, smash that out of the park in about an hour 46. Um, but it'd be cool to do some like campaigns for sporting brands and that type of thing and, you know, get exposed to a bit more, um, you know, in that sort of light. So, yeah.
0: Might, might head over to channel nine and go on Ninja warrior.
1: Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know if there's seven network like that
0: <laughs> next, year. Um, next, year, next year. look, Joel, you're a challenge beast. Um, I think the absolute blessing may have also been your curse of, you know, as well. Um, you yielded too much power in the house, but you were a great housemate. Good luck with whatever is next. And, um, thank you for joining me tonight.
1: Awesome. Thank you very much, Aaron.
0: That was Joel fifth evicted from Big Brother 2022. That's it for tonight. Thank you for listening. I'm Aaron Ryan. I'll be back with the sixth eviction very soon. Good night.